Welcome to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. This episode first appeared as a video on my YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash heritage wealth planning. I hope you find it informative. Thanks. How the Social Security 2100 Act could hurt employees. We're going to talk about that. A lot of uh, people singing the praises of the 2100 Act and uh, and my man Devin even, uh, Devin Carroll. But is it actually as beneficial as what the proponents of it say? It's kind of like the proponents always say how beneficial their plans are. But then you dig into it and you're like, yeah, not so sure. So we're going to dive into this from a, a group of naysayers on the right, the right wing. Oh, scary. They're under your beds, the right wing. And let's see what they say, because uh, I find this to be, uh, 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 I'm agreeable in some degree in this for sure. And we'll dump into it here right now. So, all right, this is from the Daily Single. Not all that familiar with the Daily Signal, actually, um, but I'm sure they're from the right because they have this thing right here. that says, the liberal left continue to push their radical agenda against American values. So I presume the Daily Single is the right. I just, I don't know who they are. Um, I know we got the Daily Caller. That's Tucker Carlson's thing, but I don't know who the Daily Signal is. So pardon my ignorance. Uh, this is authored by Rachel Gressler, and she's a uh, research fellow in economics, budget, and entitlement in the uh, the Heritage Foundation. So I'm very familiar with Heritage Foundation. If you think they're, I mean, I'll tell you what, I, the scary thing is when if anyone to the right of uh, basically Joe Biden nowadays is considered a Nazi by those on the far left. And it's, it's frightening, to be perfectly honest. I was reading a, a, a post the other day. No, I was watching a thing on Maine is what it was. Uh, I got something on Unboxing Maine from this guy named Nick Johnson, who I follow on YouTube. I think it's from him, but I like Nick Johnson a lot. He does like the 10 places to, uh, you want to avoid in Maine or the 10 places to avoid in California, the 10 places you want. I, I love his YouTube channel. Anyway, and uh, they're talking about Maine, and, and some guy had wrote in the comments, uh, the governor is a Nazi, and they're talking about Paula Page. It was a couple years old, and I said, Paul, hey. <laughs> No, so it's, I just I hate that. I hate if they're if you know they're a Nazi if you don't agree with them. It's just it's freaking it's making light of what the evil these people were. Stop flipping doing that. Gosh, it drives me up the wall. Nazis are not Paula Page. They're not Donald Trump. Commies are not who's uh, Hillary Clinton. I like her, but she's not a commie for heaven's sake. It just, and to call these people that completely overlooks the absolute horde damage they've done to people don't do that Lit i just am all right so let's go into this so here's rachel the truth is unavoidable social security is insolvent it's set to run out of money to pay scheduled benefits in about 15 years we all know this so i'm not saying anything that uh, she's not saying anything i've disagreed with i think the lack of solvency and it being bankrupt i.e you're not going to get payments is completely misguided that's what people say you're not going to make any money off social security they hear insolvent they they assume that means you're not going to get paid something not true uh, policymakers only have a handful of options to avoid a 25 percent cut in benefits for everyone raise taxes cut benefits and enact a combination of both and that's it uh, what's not clear to many Americans is whether they would be better off with a smaller or larger social security system altogether. Would be would they be better off paying more in taxes and receiving more from social security or keeping more of their money in the first place? In my new report uh, my, uh, from the Heritage Foundation, we examine that question and we find that Americans of all income levels would be better off 
uh, paying less in social security taxes and receiving more in targeted benefits in line with need. So again, a needs-based program as opposed to what the 2100 Act is gonna do, which I'll share with you. But that's not what Congress wants to do. Within the next month or so, month or so, the House will likely pass a Social Security 2100 Act, which would make Social Security solvent by imposing supersized tax increases. The bill goes farther than just raising taxes to avoid benefit cuts. It would raise taxes enough to increase benefits immediately for all current and future recipients. With the bill to pass, the tax rates would rise for everyone to 14.8 from the current 12.4 now. So basically, what's that? 1.2% uh, to the each employee and 1.2% to each employer. So we're not, well, they tell us how much it will be. Once fully in, someone making $50,000 will pay another uh, 1,200 bucks a year in taxes. So 100 bucks a month in taxes if you're making 50,000. I, I just, sorry, that, that's, that's not a deal stopper for me. I'm sorry, it's not. 100 bucks a month uh, for you and then 100 bucks a month for your employer to make a solvent is not a deal stopper for me. And I'm coming from the libertarian right, my friend. So that is from someone who generally despises taxes in all iterations. But in this case, there's a benefit to it. And we'll, we'll dive into that here in just a second, why I think these people miss. Uh, their Social Security tax bill would be about uh, $7,400 at that point, almost as much as an entire household spends on food in the year. Now, I didn't click on this link. My my inclination is they're using their food budget today at $7,400 a year, and they're comparing it to once fully phased in the tax rates on Social Security in 2043. So that's uh, that's disingenuous. That's 23 years, 24 years from now, saying at 50%, at $50,000, you'll pay $7,400 in taxes in 2043 and your food budget today is 7400 bucks i hope that makes sense so i look i haven't dived into it i just because i don't i frankly don't care but i imagine that's what they're doing is they're saying your food budget today is 7400 fast forward 25 years essentially you're gonna pay 7400 in taxes to social security that's that's just not it's not apples to apples uh what's but here's what what is a bothersome to me What's most perplexing is that the 2100 act would increase benefits most for wealthy americans under the act, a worker averaging, uh, earning an average of 30000 a year would receive uh, $333 more in Social Security benefits. Millionaires per year, okay. Uh, millionaires, on the other hand, would receive $12,333 more per year. So a worker would receive roughly 50 bucks a month who's making 30000 but a millionaire would receive uh, more than $1,000 a month. It's interesting, too, because they always say, tax cuts for the rich, only the rich are getting the tax cuts disproportionately because they're the only ones who pay the tax. And here we have this, the Democrats doing the same thing. Uh, Social Security increases for the rich. And if I were the Republicans, I'd be hammering that, hammering that like crazy, saying, why do you want to increase Social Security benefits? Uh, basically, what's that? We got 1000 a month to 50 a month. Uh, so that's uh, 20 times. Why do you want to increase Social Security benefits 20 times more for the rich than for the uh, working uh, the working class folks? I'd be on that like white on rice. And I would absolutely hammer that home and say, yeah, the Democrats are favoring the wealthy because re Democrats have done that to Republicans since the dawn of mankind. And they'd win if they were to do that as long as they had a proposal like what I've said uh, to, to, and to basically make Social Security more uh, solid. Can't just hammer them. You got to offer something to. Uh, wait, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but that's hardly in line with the purpose of a social safety net to make the wealthier wealthier, the wealthy wealthier. The irony is that while everyone was received more benefits than they currently do under the Social Security Act, the 2100 Act, those benefits would be less than if they just kept their money and saved it on their own. And this is a critical part I think these people miss. And that's I'm telling you, if they just kept their money and saved it on their own, I hate to say it, Rachel, they're not going to do that. 
that just the, the benefit of social security is it's a forced savings program. We can, and this is the benefit of a pension. This is the benefit of anything that's forced savings. We can sit here all day long and say, if you would do this, you would have that later on down the road. The problem is very few people do that. What you're saying, it's kind of like the buy term and invest the rest. I love it. I love the thought, the theory behind it, but very, very, very few people actually do that. They spend the money. They spend the money. I'm telling you right now. And yes, there are a group, certain group of frugal people who won't. I'm just telling you, the vast majority of people are not going to save it on their own. They're just not. And this is where the right wing uh, makes huge mistakes on this because a forced savings program of Social Security and a mortgage, by the way, uh, is a benefit, unfortunately, because human behavior is, I see something today, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Uh, that's because despite what politicians say, Social Security is not a personal savings program. It's a wealth transfer program that moves well from younger generations to older ones. It takes workers' payroll taxes and immediately transfers them to current retirees, making it harder for workers to save money for themselves over time. I completely agree with that. It's a Ponzi scheme. There's no other way around that. Uh, as our analyst analysis shows, workers of all income levels would be better off keeping their own money than paying higher taxes and receiving Social Security. Again, again, if young Americans were to save the money, they would not from paying into Social Security, and they're just not going to do that. Uh, if they were to do that, though, lower-income workers would have $14,778 more in retirement, middle-income workers $37,000, and wealthy workers about $100,000. I, I just, I, again, that when you say if they were to do this, then that will happen, and you know for a fact they're not going to do this. It's just kind of like, at this point, it's a moot point. Uh, but, but here's a societal impact, because I, I research at uh, Wharton looked at both the 2100 Act and a smaller, more targeted reform, including something similar to the Heritage Foundation's proposal, which includes raising the retirement age, reducing the benefits based on wealth, which I think is interesting, reducing the benefits based on wealth. And I like that's coming from the right wing. I wish the right wing would be more voice first and uh, espouse that, and, uh, including the Trumps. I'm telling you, man, Trump would just run on this alone and nothing else. Just run on Social Security, making it more appealing to the middle class. He would, I mean, I, look, I don't think he's going to lose anyway, but he would smoke his peers, smoke them, and cement his legacy for, for decades, just like FDR did. Uh, but they found the economy would be 7.3% larger with a smaller Social Security program than if they made it bigger. And here's why. The logic is straightforward, according to Andrew Biggs, who works at, I think, Competitive, or American Enterprise Institute, another right-leaning free market think tank. When taxes go up, people work less. When Social Security benefits go up, people save less. If, if people work less and save less, the economy grows more slowly. Uh, slower growth compounds over time, bringing down family incomes. By 2043, Wharton estimates that if Social Security 2100 Act became law, GDP would be 1.6 lower in today's dollars than if lawmakers provided more target benefits and did not raise taxes. While there's no way to undo Social Security's past successes, Congress can curb the program's growth and focus on its original purpose, protecting seniors from living in poverty. No one wants to see low-income elderly people's Social Security checks slashed by 25%. It's just not going to happen. Uh, but they also don't want to forego more of their paychecks and have fewer opportunities and earnings in the future. I don't know about that. I, I'm not sure that's true. Uh, there simply isn't any economic benefit, more argument, or social safety net role for imposing higher taxes across the board in order to provide middle class and upper income workers with more money for golf green fees and gifts for grandkids. No one is against those things, but they should come from private savings, not a federal safety net. I completely agree with that. 
Uh, Social Security ought to be realigned with its original mission of keeping seniors out of poverty. If that is achieved, we estimate the Social Security tax rate could decline by 10% instead of rising by nearly 15%. Uh, that would leave the average American with about 2400 bucks more in their wallet. All right, um, look, I, they, we can have these arguments all day long. It's just it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, the, the, the Congress loves the power and grain and taxing. Uh, the middle class and the lower earners are a huge voting box, and they rely significantly on Social Security. So anyone who argues against Social Security is going to lose. You're just going to lose. Uh, we're too ingrained with it. It's too ingrained in our culture. So what I say is I agree with the Heritage Foundation, the targeted uh, benefits without question. Um, so I look, man, I think, like I said a million times, raise the second bend point from 32 to 35 or 38 percent. That immediately gives a uh, targeted benefit uh, to middle and lower uh, earners in, so, in a retirement without question. Uh, inflate, uh, index the uh, taxation on Social Security for inflation and raise the retirement age to 70, the full retirement age to 70 for people under the age of 40. You can do it under the age of 50 if you want because I'm under the age of 50. I don't care. Raise the retirement age, the full retirement age to 70 for people under a certain age. Uh, increase, uh, get, increase the second bend point uh, from uh, 32% to 38%. Immediately, uh, immediately increase the benefits for uh, current recipients and future recipients. I got no problem raising the, the payroll tax by 1% either. So 1% to the employee, 1% to the employer, uh, and you're done, man. I mean, that's a huge, huge benefit. Uh, to everybody, no cap. And keep the cap on the uh, higher income earners because, again, that cap is, is not going to raise anything. It just makes people feel like we're dealing with economic inequality. That whole argument is silly. So I hope you find this helpful. Again, it's coming from the right. Oh, uh, my inclination. I bet if we ran some uh, number or looked at some in, uh, some reports from Mother Jones and The Nation, the two far left radical magazines out there, I bet they'd have some issues with Social Security 2100 Act too because it does increase benefits for the wealthy. Because what the left wants is they want to get rid of the caps on earnings, but don't allow them to earn more money. And I just, I'm telling you, man, you start doing that, you're playing with fire. You are playing with fire because then you can say we can raise the social security tax uh, significantly on these people. And what that does is just like Andrew Biggs, uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, the lady who wrote Pippa, Pippi Longstocking, all these people say, and these Reagan was a left wing guy. I don't know about Biggs. Uh, the lady who wrote uh, Astrid something, Lundgren or something like that, she was a left, a huge socialist. But what these people all say, and you know this, if you tax me to death, I will stop contributing to the tax rolls. I won't work. And that's the drawback about raising the cap or getting rid of the cap on Social Security taxes and not allowing those people to benefit from them. Because they're just going to say, screw this, I'm done. At 135, I'll stop working, I'll stop paying people, and I will be done. And that's not good. Anyway, hope you like this. I'd love to hear comments on that smash. Uh, and then don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you next time.